Last week, we talked about what is the difference between an influencer and a leader. Today, I want to talk about 10 leadership tips and things I've learned about in leadership. I've been a leader at Christian Life Church over the kids' ministry for going on four years now, and I've learned a lot of things along the way. Let's have a conversation today about leadership and how we can become better as leaders. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Never Settle Podcast. This is your host, Luke Merrill. We've got a good episode for you today. We've got 10 things that I have learned in leadership. And I just want to preface this by saying, uh, I don't know everything, but I, uh, of course, <laughs> you know, I really am learning. Uh, when I first started, I was so insecure. I was doing things because I thought, this is what good leaders do. And I never thought to myself, wow, uh, you know, what, what, what do I need to do to make sure that our teams are going well, um, you know, making sure our kids have the best uh, experience in, in kids' church. You know, I was just kind of doing things to do things that I was learning so quickly. In four years, uh, we have a great team, we have a great kids' ministry, and I wanna just share with you some lessons I've learned in leadership. And if you have anything you'd like to add, please comment, let me know, and i just love to hear your thoughts on leadership. I'm only going to say each of these once, so if you want to review them or something sticks out to you, make sure to take note of it. First is that a title doesn't mean you're a good leader. When I first started kids ministry, I had the title of Pastor Luke, and I wasn't even a licensed pastor yet, but people called me Pastor Luke, and I loved it. And what I learned quickly was just because someone has a title doesn't mean they're a good leader. And I thought, man, I, I'm the pastor. People will respect me, and they and people people did, and I, I love our church. I, I think people are so kind to our pastors at our church, and what I thought was, you know, before I'm like, oh, someone's in charge, they're a good leader, but what I realized in myself is like, man, I have so many shortcomings, and then I realized that some other leaders, just because they're in power doesn't mean they're good leaders. You probably know that from work, from experiences, maybe even in life ministry or places you volunteer at, even non-for-profit, but we know that in leadership, titles don't just mean you're a good leader. Just because someone has a title doesn't give them authority. Uh, it's about influence, and it's about people follow leaders, not titles. Number two, I needed, I needed to learn to ask for help. I needed to learn to ask for help. At the beginning, I uh, didn't ask for help. I was scared to ask people to volunteer, and now we have a lot of volunteers that help. And I'm very grateful. We need help as leaders. Number three, volunteers need to be thanked. I send about 10 thank you cards a week. Um, I just believe in the power of thank you. I mean, after every service, I thank our volunteers. Um, I want them to know they are appreciated. And it makes the world a difference. Um, number four, I can, but I shouldn't do it all alone. When I first started, I always thought, man, if no one else comes here to help today, you know, we had volunteers that were uh, youth students to start. I had a lot of just young kids help, or teenagers, students, but I just was so insecure that, oh, even if they don't come, I'll be fine. Like, it was this mentality that I was uh, just in survival mode. It was like, okay, I'll just hang out with these kids, and I'll do it all myself. So I'll run the games, I'll run the lesson, I'll run uh, anything that we had to do for the day, and uh, now... 
I've learned to have a team because I can do it. Like I'm, I'm very capable of working with kids, but that doesn't mean I should do it all alone. Number five, it's lonely at the top, so bring someone with. Uh, you know, I've heard it so many times, oh, it's lonely at the top. And I think a lot of times we use that um, as a way to uh, kind of buffer ourselves as we feel uh, insecure and sad and alone and scared as leaders. I mean, it really is lonely at the top, so bring someone with. Make sure you got people around you that are encouraging you and helping you. It kind of goes back to that idea of we shouldn't do it all alone and we need to ask for help. Um, make sure you got people around you at the top. Number six, say yes to suggestions, especially if someone's willing to help. Before, I would always be like, oh, I, I had the best ideas. I, when I first started, I really thought I had the best ideas. Maybe I had some good ideas, but the best ideas have always come from the people around me. And especially if someone is willing to help with what they suggest, they're willing to back it up and not just say, oh, you do it. Um, but um, I'll never forget when we had a student meeting and we had all these ideas. They were great. And the students said, I can't wait to see what you and another leader would do. It was kind of like, I can't wait, Pastor Luke, to see how you make this happen. It was like, that was so discouraging uh, to me. I was like, oh my gosh, we got all these ideas, but I feel like I have no backing. So make sure you are open to suggestions and make sure you get people on board. The same people that suggest it, make sure they're willing to help. It, it makes all the difference. Uh, number seven, take a day off. Before, when I first started, I was always in school. I was always in seminary or something. So I really didn't take a day off, especially uh, as I'm like, oh, this is my school day. But I think as leaders, we need to make sure we don't burn out. We have to avoid burnout by resting. And Jesus uh, and, and, and scripture says, rest. The Sabbath day is holy. Take a day off. Number eight, listen to podcasts, read books, and attend seminars. I encourage you to be an expert in your field. Listen to the experts in whatever you do. For me, I listen to the top leaders. I listen to Craig Rochelle for ch churches. I listen to his leadership podcast. I listen to the Catalyst podcast. I listen to all these podcasts. And I, I just encourage you to read books on your field of study and your interests. And if you can attend live or online seminars, do it. It makes a world of difference. Uh, number nine, find leaders you can confide with and share with. I think it's very important to, especially as we think about it being lonely at the top and we don't want to go alone, make sure you have leaders you can relate to and you can talk with and you can share with and be accountable with. I didn't have that until I was a few years into ministry. I found other children's pastors, believe it or not, that I can talk to. And they are there for me and I'm there for them. And uh, we have uh, a fellowship that our church is a part of where I have pastors I can talk to and we do ministry together. So just make sure you got somebody. And if you don't have anybody, look for those kind of connection meetings. Look for those groups you can be a part of, even on Facebook and online. Those can make a world of difference. And lastly, always learn and always say thank you. Always learn and always say thank you. I'm going to close with this one. Make sure to go back to listen to whatever uh, one stuck out. But just know that it's all about learning and it's about being grateful and expressing that to the volunteer uh, and, and your team. 
uh, I have to repeat it because I, I sometimes feel like I'm not thanked enough. And I know that volunteers sometimes get very taken, very much so taken for granted. And so say thank you and don't take the expert role in saying, oh, I know it all, but be an expert by learning it all. And I guarantee that you could add to this list. I mean, there's so many more things we can learn together. So share what you think. Let me know what stood out to you and what other leadership uh, lessons you have.